The future. The polar ice caps have melted, covering the Earth with water. Those who survive have adapted to a new world. get started welcome to movie the podcast that's right movie the podcast it is the first week of kevin cost november and yeah, let me tell you this month is gonna be long it, it is going to be a long month no this month's gonna be great kevin Do cost... I sound okay with the speakerphone yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a little it's a little accurate, a little but... distant but it's okay it's not a big deal it makes sense because you're the furthest one away <laughs> it's the man. Yeah, we watched we watched Waterworld. Uh, sure did. And let me and like the the story around Waterworld is better than the story of Waterworld. I'm more excited about that than actually talking about the movie. To be honest, yeah, the production is absolutely fucking bonkers. It's insane. It is in, but also like if it hadn't been crazy and had all those overruns, like I don't think people would hate this movie as much as they do. I right. think people before they even see it go into it saying they hate it before they've even watched it because they know how ridiculous the production was and how over think, the budget well, it, overruns and all that. I think stuff. it would, it would just been forgettable money, like, which is... It made I, money before advertising. Even after advertising. It still oh, made, it? like, a couple of million dollars. Like, you know, oh, nothing no. fucking... Yeah. But, like, the the narrative of the movie is that it's, like, this humongous bomb. Like, a fucking... Uh, What's that, Michael? Uh, why can't TJ tell me out? Ishtar? Michael? No, no, no. It's Michael, uh, the deer hunter guy. That movie he made, like Gate of Heaven or whatever. Oh yeah, Heaven's Gate. Oh, Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. That, I, so I was reading about it. I've never seen either of these two movies, but like on the Wikipedia, they said people were making fun of this movie's production before it came out, calling it Fish Star and Gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's solid. Yeah, I like Fish Tar. I, li- I like Fish Tar a lot. Uh, well, well, we'll get into it, but uh, as always, let's get into what we watched this week. Uh, Alec. Alec! <laughs> I watched three things. Three things. Um, and uh, honestly, all of them were bangers. Three, three, it's a three-banger week. Um, Ooh, one of these is from a few weeks ago. I just didn't talk about it because we had a lot to catch up on. Um, so the one I watched a few weeks ago was Bowfinger. And that Hell, movie is... Yeah. That the movie, movie fucking slabs. 
Anybody who doesn't like that movie is a fucking dick, and they can go. Alec, to hell. I think me and you are the only ones that have seen that movie. Like, no, it's I not saw, as. Did you? I've I've seen it. Talk about Chubby Rain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen it. I haven't seen it. Probably I've only seen it once until this viewing. That movie is so fucking funny. Like that yeah, shit I is hilarious. And I saw it I, recently. Though. Well, it was that also was the like one of the first movies I can think of that was like fucking Dragon Scientology at all. Yeah, it was Mind like head. I don't even remember it being like Dragon Scientology. We're watching this, I was like, oh yeah. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, I think I don't think I was like even really aware of Scientology, like as a <laughs> fucking concept it came out, when it came I think out. It came out in like '99 or 2000. It came out a yeah. while ago, but like honestly, like when I started watching it, getting into it, like I, I know that uh, Eddie Murphy plays two roles in it. Yeah, but like when I started watching it, was getting into it, watching it, like I totally forgot. And then yeah. when the twin showed, I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot about this! It's so fucking great." <laughs> He's, uh, okay, what are, his, what are his two names? God, I can't remember. All I I always remember the fucking Kit. well, his name's Kit, right? The yeah, the real brother. one's name Keep is it Kit. Keep, Keep it together. Keep it together. together. I will not show my dick to the Laker girls. <laughs> um, but man, he is so good. Is that other brother? Is uh. Yeah. Shit, whatever his name is, I'm looking it up now as I talk. Um, of course, uh, Jif. Yeah, Kip, yeah. Kip and Jif. <laughs> and they have like, they like think he's just like randomly looks like him, and he like films the whole movie. And then towards the end, he's like, they're like, well, we, we want you to do this, and he's like, well, I guess I could get, I could talk to him. He is my brother. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, it's so fucking funny. You his, like catchphrase. Alien love. <laughs> His catchphrase was get a get you suckers or something like that. <laughs> oh, this movie is so fucking funny. Everybody's good at it. Like Steve Martin's great. Heather Graham's really funny. All the like all the people who've never done anything else are hilarious in it. Christine Baranski is great and she keeps trying to like as the old starlet. Yeah. yeah, she keeps oh. trying to interact with him and Steve Martin's like, no. This is his process. He he doesn't he wants everything to be organic. He doesn't want to <laughs> meet people. And she starts she like goes up to him and starts talking to him, and he just freaks the fuck out and takes off. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. If anybody listening hasn't seen Bowfinger, like it's Eddie Murphy before Clumps and all that shit. Before he got into his like really weird playing multiple characters in every movie phase. Yeah, before he got out of that again. Like, it's so good. I can't it's recommend also it enough. Another one of those movies that's fun because it's also about making movies, like, which yeah. always turns out to be pretty fun. Is it yeah, uh, film, on anything? They film, it, it has to. I watched it for free. It has to. Amazon, maybe? Uh, I didn't pay for it. Um, there's one scene where they're filming the whole scene, like, driving backwards so that <laughs> when, they, when they put it in the movie, they can make it look like they're being chased. <laughs> like the car is in reverse the whole time. Yeah, they shot a gun. So yeah, Jamie Kennedy's in it, and he's funny in it. Yeah, how which many is, times uh, can you which say is that? a which yeah. is a feat for a feat for uh, <coughs> for Jamie. Anything, yeah, Jamie anything Kennedy. other than uh, Miami's Most Wanted. What a, what a yeah, great Jer- that Robert Downey Jr.'s got in it for like a minute. Terrence Stamp is in it as like the head of Scientology. Yeah, um, it's really good. Uh, would would hit. Um, watched the other day. Watched Eight Mile. Eight Mile. That movie absolutely fucking slaps. 
Now um, I've never seen that movie. Not You've enough never seen Michael No, I've never. You seen should. Any. It is uh, no joke. Like tremendous. The wrap up at the end is so much fun. All like, I know it's about so it much mom, fun. Mom spaghetti. That's all I know. I just like saying mom spaghetti. Oh, it, mm. it's so good. And Eminem is so fucking good. It's crazy how good he is in this movie. Is Even though it's just like a re- I mean, cameos and shit. Like he was in the interview when he came out as gay on their talk show. That's right. Which was oh, pretty yeah. great. It was, it was funny. His agent's like, gay. you gotta cut this. You cannot show this. You gotta cut this. I love that because I had oh. the Chiron and just said gay question mark exclamation point question mark. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, eight miles is so good. Everybody's good in it. Like, what the fuck happened to Mackay Pfeiffer? Where did he go? Did he get crazy and do Scientology or something? Because no, he's not in shit anymore. He's he on like a cop TV show or yeah, something. Yeah, I was just about to say. I think is he does he? like uh, he maybe. does like network TV. So he's probably One of those CBS procedurals. He probably yeah, still makes called very, police. Yeah, it's called very nice yeah, living, like, but no face or something. <laughs> it's one of those shows that like two like two million people watch every day, but yeah. you've never heard of it. This week yeah. on Chicago South Central, because like, you're you know me moms and pep peps fall asleep after dinner and just leave the TV on. So. Yeah, he's on some TV series called Truth Be Told for the last two yeah. years. <laughs> never even like heard a of it. Fake show. It sounds like a show from uh. Not I love you, man. Oh, uh, uh, oh, okay. so forgetting Sarah Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, yeah. He's on. He's on that. He's on two TV shows right now. He's on that. Oh, that's on Apple Plus. He's on Love Victor, which is on. He's on like Hulu and shit. Love okay. Victor. Uh, good. Good for him. He's still working. Um, he's out there doing man, it. Eight, Eight Mile absolutely slaps. Like the soundtrack is like one of the best soundtracks to any movie ever. It's like. All classic '90s like hip hop, yeah. And then you have some like, at the time, current like Eminem and Deep Well and Opie Trace and some of those guys. It is awesome. Uh, Eminem's really good in it. Mackay Pfeiffer's good in it. Brittany Murphy is outstanding in it. Rest yeah. in peace. Um, R.I.P. I had no fucking clue that Anthony Mackie was a uh, Papa Doc. I don't know how it's I the haircut that. Yeah. Like, I remember all about the character and everything about it. I had no clue it was Anthony Mackie. It was before he was, like, super popular, too. Yeah. Like, I think probably the next thing after this that he was in that I could name was a forget, not forgetting, not forgetting Marshall. Marshall. We are Marshall. Yeah. We are Marshall, yeah. Forgetting Marshall. That's the exact <laughs> opposite of the, the message of that movie. Also, speak, <laughs> speaking of 8 Mile, everyone everyone should go watch the, uh, what's that guy's name, Sean? Pr- Prims? Oh, Prims Hood Cinema. Yeah, the, the Prims Hood Cinema review of 8 Mile because it's hilarious. That guy is so funny. Yeah, you should check yeah. it out, TJ. I think you'd like it. I, I like, yeah, the only, it's a, it's, the only it's thing not about movie it is I, it's like it's slightly uh, some of the raps and stuff, but like the freestyles because I know them now because I've right. seen the movie several times are a little corny and like hokey. Yeah, just because I, I know them, but like the actual like movie itself is outstanding. I love yeah. corny and hokey. And I, and uh, it's just weird to see Michael Shannon as his school friend banging his oh, mother yeah. Kim Basinger. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> They pull up to the house, or they're out working on the car, like, yo, is that Gary? He went to school with us? <laughs> yeah, he's banging my mom. It's like it's like an inverse on the Bill and Ted, like the stepmom going yeah, to the missing Ted's thing. high school or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, for, for those I, who haven't I, seen I, 8 Mile, check it out. Solid film. Um, 
The last thing I watched was uh, the new release from Apple TV, Finch, Tom Hanks' you, new movie. You watched it. I was about oh, the to watch it thing. today. Yeah. I watched it last night. It is, it's really good. I loved it. Um, it's a, it's the whole movie is just Tom Hanks, a robot, and a dog. Basically, Tom Hanks, a Johnny Five, and a dog. And it's oh, really good. Sounds um, awesome. It's like a post-apocalyptic future. There's like some super storm coming to their area. Uh, that's gonna like settle for a long enough period that Tom Hanks won't be able to get out and get supplies, so they have to leave. He creates a Johnny Five to take care of his dog after he dies because he thinks he might be dying. So basically, he, he creates a robot to uh to be a dog watcher to take care of the dog for the rest of its life. It seemed um, kind of I am legendy from the commercials. Um. There's not as much. There's not really danger or any. There's there's danger, but it's not from like monsters or anything like that. It's just it's like uh, environmental. Survi- yeah, survival danger. Environment, environmental issues for the most part. Um, I mean, the trailer looked like it reminded me of that George Clooney movie that I kind of liked. Um, George Clooney. Tomorrowland. No, no, no. The one the, where he was like at the <laughs> the the Weatherheads. Oh. The, the one with the spate with, uh, with Daisy, <laughs> not Daisy Ridley, Daisy. Uh, you don't talk about what's her name. <laughs> the woman, the, yeah, uh, it's the one with, with the really with the really cool spaceship. He's in like the Antarctic. I can't remember the name of it either. I don't remember it that came out, like, at all. It came out like last. Year. A, no, I think Scott like, talked thing? about it on the show. I sure still don't remember yeah. what it is. Sure, it wasn't Leatherheads. It was Leatherheads. It was probably Leatherheads. <laughs> it was, it was about the post-apocalyptic football drama Leatherheads. <laughs> Oh, it's like a fucking Jerry Glanville's pigskin foot brawl, or yeah, it was, it was just heroes. Football, the movie is what yeah, it was. Heroes was a post-apocalyptic football drama. It really what was. The fuck was it called? I, oh. I heard somebody talk about Blood of Heroes in the Wild, and I like. I thought I was. Di- I thought I was literally dying. <laughs> I thought like, oh, this is death. Someone is actually your, like I, your synapses well, are just firing off. Right well, yeah, it was like I thought. I thought like my heart had stopped and like it was my life flashing before my eyes. I heard somebody. It was so fucking some insufferable film, bro. It was just so fucking weird. Like when when have when have you ever heard anyone talk about uh, what was the other? They didn't call call it Blood of Heroes either. They called it like Song of the Juggers or whatever, which is like one of the other titles or whatever. I'm thinking of the Roller Boys. Yeah, Midnight Sky. That movie Midnight awesome. Sky was the fucking George Clooney movie, oh, I but I got to check out this Finch movie. Not you got to yeah. Liquid Sky, that movie. I'll, about uh, Space I'll, I'll put it on the Plex. I was about to do that today, and I got sidetracked. So I'll yeah, it's really good. Plex. And 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 I'm, reading. So I listened on our way home last night. We listened to a podcast. It's called Smartless, Smartless, mm-hmm. and it's uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, and they just have random people on and talk about shit. And they had like Tom that. Hanks on talking about it yesterday and it led me to look up a bunch of tom hanks stuff and uh which led me today to watch netflix has uh new episodes of the movies that made us mm-hmm. and I, one of I haven't them, watched one of any them, of that is that good there's a few of them those some are great some, some of them are good some of them are meh depends <laughs> if you care about the home depends, alone one is good depends if you care about the movie or not if you don't give yeah, a shit about the movie sense. then it doesn't sense. like i watched the elf one and, and i love elf but it didn't like enlighten me. Is that movie coming... old enough to be like a classic? I guess. I guess Twenty so. years old, almost. Twenty uh, years old, yeah. Um, 
but I watched the Coming to America one, and it was great. But the one Hell I watched yeah. today was Forrest Gump, and uh, Tom Hanks almost wasn't in Forrest Gump because he was lined up to play the main character in The Postman. Yeah, until Kevin Costner like threw his muscle around because he wanted it so badly. So Tom Hanks either left it or they moved on from him, and that freed him up to do Forrest Gump, which in the net win column is a <laughs> pretty, <laughs> that was, pretty. Imagine we got Kevin Costner's Forrest Gump. What's oh. that? I always think of whenever time I hear Forrest Gump now, I think of that that line from. Uh, <laughs> What's that movie, The End of the World or whatever, where they're talking? He's like, "Oh, you're you're a snobby cinema cinema person." He's like, "No, he's not." He's like, "You you don't you hate movies that everybody loves? What's your least favorite movie?" Forrest Gump. See, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all I watched. Uh, three bangers. Um, it was I, a good I'm week. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch Finch. It looked cool. I love. I love. You know. I love robots in the post-apocalypse. Like, honestly, I was I was looking into it really hard to see if it was CGI or if they created a robot. It looks really good. Well, if they if you had to look it up, then that's like that means they did a great job. You know, I thought Tom yeah, Hanks actually the, made it. Oh, he, he worked on it for some of the practical effects. He like built a head and put the voice into it, but <laughs> it'd be great if it sounded um, like Chet Hanks. Dude, it should have got all oh, that. Would be so dope. Did you watch his uh, voice, fucking the... what is it? Channel Five interview. Oh yes. Oh, speak up the youth then. Speak up the youth. Doing it right. I love him so much. He's such an idiot. Uh, who are you saying the voices for the robot? The the voice of the robot is he's been in other stuff. The only thing I really remember from the uh, the brother from Get Out, the one that he oh, uh, threw with like the antlers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's also in. He's in Twin he's Peaks. In, he's in Three Billboards. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's in, in Twin Peaks of, season three. He's got like a very Irish name, if I remember correctly. Like I think he's Seamus O Potato. No, he's I yeah. think it's Seamus O Potato. potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he he does the voice of the robot. It's really it's really good. It's Charto Copley that does the voice. Chippy, Chippy. <laughs> I, like, I feel like, is there many, like, how many actors can, like, really pull up? Because it's just, like, a one-hander, basically, right? It's just Tom Hanks. Like, like he did Castaway, he did this, and you have, like... I don't know, did you see Moon? I was like, Sam Rockwell is probably the only other guy, right? Like, has anyone else really done, like, a solo movie that's, like, like really, like, nailed it besides those be, two? I mean, like, there's different... The there's definitely Damon was good in The Martian. I mean, you can point. you can make an argument that there will be blood. Is I mean, Daniel Day Lewis is literally in every frame of that movie. There's other yeah, people it, in it. Yeah, he like, doesn't let anything really to other. Actors. Yeah, his things to bounce off of. The Martian's a good call. Lock. I'm excited to see this thing. How about the movie Lock? Yeah, Ugh. never seen that. Well, what's uh, what the Joe Mantinelli, uh, the Tom uh, fucking, Hank, uh, Tom or no, uh, the Frank Grillo? What is it? Wheelman? That's not bad. That's kind of a one hander. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie I still get to un- see that. That movie is a underrated gem. Uh, anyway, uh, anything else, Alec? No, uh, TJ. Uh, I watched three things, and I've seen all of them, and two of them are tabled. So I'll make this very brief. Uh, I watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine again. Uh, yeah, I love that? it. <laughs> but let me tell you something. No, I do have something. The only reason I even bring it up is because I, I just thought it was funny. So I have a 4K Blu-ray player 
that I regret buying like immediately because I, I just got into one of my TJ frenzies and was like, I need a 4K Blu-ray player. And I bought it and it's literally just sat inert. Is that, did I use that word correctly? Uh, it is just, yeah. <laughs> it's pronounced inert. <laughs> oh, it, it is just sat underneath my TV for like possibly three years now. I've used it maybe once. I remember so when you I, bought it because you texted me because it was on yeah. sale at Walmart crazy cheap. And I was very excited for your purchase. Yeah, it was really cheap. And I bought I bought Fury Road. I bought Blade Runner 2049. And I think I bought Deadpool 1 and 2 because they were on sale. And then I eventually got the, uh, the 2001 4K restoration. Um, but I've literally used it twice, I think. So I wanted to watch uh, Blade Runner, and I didn't know if it was on any streamings, but I'm like, fuck it, I got the 4K, let's pop that in. So I'm watching it, everything's fine. And then fucking an hour in, it starts skipping, and then mm-hmm. it freezes. And I'm like, well, that's it. I'm not. I'm, I'm burning all of my physical media. I'm smashing this 4K Blu-ray player to bits. I was like so mad. Because like, what the fuck? I haven't like used this thing in years. I finally want to use it, and then it skips. It's like, okay, this is why physical media is trash. This, there's no way the disc is bad or anything. Oh, oh my god, I was so mad. And then I, I proceeded to download, through totally legal means, a 47-gig uh, UHD vert. Yeah, Oh, yeah, the, the, 4K, the 4K file sizes for these things are absolutely enormous. So I could watch Blade Runner in 4K. Um, the way God intended. That movie is amazing. I love it. Um, I, I don't know, Denny, Denny Villeneuve, now that we all know how to say his name properly, is a goddamn genius, and I love, I love that movie, like, I, I don't know, there's something very special about the 2049 for me, I, I don't know, it's, it's kind of long, but it just, it just flows, and I loved it, uh, and the other two things I watched are tabled, uh, I just wanted to bring up my, my hilarious, like, I'm now an anti-physical media guy, um, welcome to the new A, the TJ Mach 2. Because <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, and this is all at like 2.30 in the morning, mind you. I was like yeah. furious. Um, anyway. And you full on like retard panic at 2 in the yeah, morning because you're like skipping. Yeah, a, a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the other two things I watched are tabled because Gogs watched them. So I'm going to pass the mic to Gogs. Uh, I watched uh, three and a half things. Um, I watched the two things I watched with TJ. I'll talk about in a second. The other thing I watched was Black Widow, uh, which I liked a lot. I thought it was really yeah. good. Um, we, we've all seen it now, right? I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was a pretty good like spy <laughs> movie. Like I like I like Ray Winstone a lot. Uh, I liked the fight choreography a lot. I'm very interested in. Wait, hang on, you liked Ray Winstone in that movie? I thought he's like the worst part. No, he. Oh, really? I thought he was him in this. The was... villain? Yeah, his I, fucking I, I... terrible accent. He's taking out for a walk, oh, and his, his plan that makes no Russian. sense. No, it's this accent. None of that makes ah. sense. But I just, maybe I just like Ray Winstone. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I I enjoyed the movie. I thought I loved uh, fucking David Harbor a lot. I would I want more of that. Yeah, David um, was great. I want the David Harbor uh, Florence Pugh movie. Like, I, I just, feel yeah, like you're disposed like Flor- or uh, David Harbor because he kind of looks like you if you were like a bit more of a weasel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, yeah, we could all aspire to be Harbor S. I, like I mean, I like he's a likable actor. Even like his Hellboy, like he's likable in that movie. The movie's trash, but he's good. I don't know. I, I thought that I thought that Captain Communism or whatever his name was was a pretty good. It was fun. Um, you, know, you know, you know his damn well. His name is Red Guardian. Don't even, don't even. And then uh, I'm I'm very much looking forward to the Florence Pugh. Like a uh, widow core movie that they should make. Yeah. Um, well, I guess she's gonna be in Hawkeye. I guess she's she... gonna be in Hawkeye. Did you watch the the? Yeah, so she's gonna be yeah. haunting him down. But isn't Hawkeye a show? Well, yeah. So. But why why wouldn't she be in the show? You know. Oh, I'm just I don't know, man. I'm just, I like I'm just spitballing is, here. I mean, I would. I mean, I would. I'm gonna guess that that uh, what's his name? Hawkeye is a bigger actor than Florence Pugh. So, so I. Don't, I, I do have a question though. Like, I, why can't I think of his name? The, the little Jeremy Renner. Runner. Jeremy Renner. They had a fucking MySpace Jeremy Renner app. It was amazing. Why can't I think about what? Why, um, Julie Louis Dreyfus? Why am I blanking on where she fits into the Marvel universe? She was in Seinfeld because she um, just showed up in the Captain America and the Winter. Yeah, Soldier she was show. in the Winter Soldier show. That's the first Uh-oh. time she's only been in those two, and that show, and then and Black Widow. She's a mm-hmm. uh, What's her name? Contessa Von something. Yeah. Okay, what's... Okay. I, I still haven't seen the Winter Soldier Falcon show, so I guess that's where I'm... What are you like, waiting on? There. That show was great. I I don't all know. The shows, all the shows have been great. I like all but the shows, too. I really... I thought yeah, I thought Black Widow was a lot of fun, and I thought Florence Pugh was excellent in it, so... um, She's just adorable. I love her. That very yeah. believable... That believable Russian accent. The part where yeah. she drops into the like the the pose and then she gets mad at herself, I was like, oh, that was kind of cute. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, she's the best. Uh, so then I watched the two movies I watched with TJ. Well, I watched half of Centurion. So I oh, nice. That. Is it because we talked about it? Yeah, I just and I, I'm just like, on a, like a fucking Neil Marshall kick. Um, I love Neil Marshall. I think it's a cartoon where the guys get shit stuck in them. Oh no. man, I love that cartoon. Now I'm talking about the 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 Michael Fassbender vehicle. That movie um, rocks, if I remember correctly. I it does. I mean, fucking I, I, Neil Marshall does not fuck around when it comes to like gore in any situation. Like he's just like oh, whatever it is, I'm gonna make it bloody like, shit. I don't, I don't like, love all of his movies, but at least they're all gas. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, he doesn't like. He's not. He's, he's, it's all there's no middle there's like it's just like let's just go it's amazing they're, they're all like wet tar sim movies yeah they're basically just it's accelerate it's constant acceleration yeah. um, the funny the funny thing is since since the there's a certain like there's a certain grouping of like i'd say like maybe a hundred movies that i always identify with like netflix when they first went to streaming and like centurion is one of those movies where like they had it like that that's where i watched it and, like there's a couple of like Nicholas Winding Refn movies like that. Like they had mm-hmm. Valhalla Rising. They had, like, I think it Enter the Void as like yes. a Netflix. Yeah, that was fun. another yeah. one. Yeah. Like they had just like the weirdest. Like if when they first started, I guess because foreign movies are probably easier to get rights to, especially back then. So they had like a bunch of like Indian foreign movies, and I just remember like that that very weird time where Netflix What's like just turned over beyond the black rainbow was on there for fucking yeah, uh, decades yeah that movie rocks uh fucking yeah. what's that guy's name cosmos panthemos or whatever yeah, yeah. I, I love that movie but actually it's funny cuz we just talked about david harbour I, I did not realize neil marshall did the 2019 hellboy which yeah, i think is much maligned on this show i still haven't seen it it's, don't it's not very good 
It's mm. very, it's just, it. you know, the thing about that movie is it's, it's, ex- just, it's like exactly what you think it'll be. Yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> very forgettable. Like there's, it's like, let's make a Hellboy movie with no style at all. It's just very bland and. Well, I mean, after the golden army or whatever, like, what are you going to do? Um, you just, just not make stop. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I watched the two movies I watched with TJ. I'm going to talk about Wolf Guy first. Because yeah, it's Wolf Guy, fucking oh. the weirdest. It's the <laughs> weirdest fucking like film noir, I guess. Reporter procedural, I guess. Like yes, the Sunny Chiba movie. Okay. The Sunny Chiba movie where, where Sunny Chiba is allegedly a wolfman. But like he never turns into a wolf man. He's a screen wolf man. He's just like sort of like invincible and like good animal karate. adjacent. Like yeah, he's just doing karate and like and putting his guts back in, using his he, mind. And he smells like an animal, which makes women want to fuck him. Like everyone <laughs> wants to bone Sonny Chiba, and then like there's a there's a there's like a ghost mental tiger. That's mauling people from like a fire starter girl who has syphilis. Like the movie is in like the present. Like there was thing I was making jokes about the movie as I was watching it, and then all my joke beats came to life. Like the president ordered this girl to be sexually assaulted by this punk rock band to be given syphilis because it was ruining the the prospects of a of like a like a like a tycoon's son to marry someone else like it was it is insane and he never turns into a wolf no not not ever there's a guy in the movie that like takes his blood and he turns into a wolf he doesn't even take his blood he takes like his pancreas like they take a chunk out of sunny chiba and sew it into this guy Well, okay, uh, fair. And, and then, the, then Gogs is—I I think Gogs' favorite part of the movie is then he goes back to his like ancestral home of where the Wolf Clan lived, and then he meets a woman who is the name of his mother. And then when he starts fucking her, it flashes back to him breastfeeding as a child. <laughs> it's like, what the I just fuck? love that the title is Wolf Guy. Like, guy is so casual. Yeah, oh, it's Wolf it, Guy. It, well, the Japanese title is like Wolf Guy Lycanthrope. Enraged Lycanthrope is the name, is the complete, the Christian title of this movie. <laughs> um, So that's Amazing. Wolf Guy. It was... Bonkers, and then I, like I talk about it, a though. talk about a movie that's got just so we watched two movies that were diametrically opposed, except for the fact that they were insane. So we watched Wolf Guy, which is just there's no like I looked at TJ at some point, go what is there any message here at all? Like, there's not even there's no there's no subtext, there's no super text, there's nothing. Did you ever see? I forget what the clip is, but I've seen it a million times. Where the guy's like, I know writers that use subtext, and they're all cowards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like this was just like I was like I don't even know what this movie's trying to tell me. It's just happening. It just it's keeps just happening. It's just fucking insane. At one point, at one point, I think like uh, uh, what what I guess a village of farmers unleashes their howitzers on the wolf guy as he escapes through the mountain pass. Like it's just that, then that's then he bangs a woman that pretends to be his mother, oh, and she's god. like, "I'm your wife and your mother." Oh my god, it was so it like uh, that the song of the similar name, the the bitch <laughs> song. But like, he, like, oh, are you thinking of are you thinking of Wolf Mother? 
I'm yeah. a bitch. I'm a mother. <laughs> that's a, uh, yeah. I'm a yeah. bitch. What is it? Woman. That's Natalie and Brooklyn. Oh, that's that is by Wolf Mother. So yeah, that's that's also very that's yeah, that's also appropriate. Uh, but yeah, and I think some I think is a superior Wolf Mother song. But go ahead. I think Sonny Chiba, like a la Tom Atkins, devours a tit in this movie. Like and it's oh, yeah. just whole titty. Like yeah, like well, the whole thing here there though. Sonny uh, Chiba, Sonny Chiba is like having so much fun, like making out with every one of the women in this movie. It's like, every woman hilarious. that sees him is just fucking damp for Chiba. There, well, there's yeah, a, I mean... there's like a there's like a subplot where this one woman, what was her name? It was like Linda or something like very like American. Like yeah. it's the first woman he fucks. She like rescues him on a motorcycle. He gets shot in the arm, and she rescues Katie, him. Katie, I think it was Katie. Katie, that's it. Katie. Uh, just like an Akira, actually. Um, but uh, he she rescues him on a motorcycle. Then she's like, "You smell like an animal." And then they fuck. And then you find out later on that she's question mark part of like the secret government that's trying to find. Yeah, she's out, part like, of the CIA Wolfman Control Agency, and then that also ordered like this girl to get syphilis, and then, so that and then, she could manifest her powers of summoning a psychic what was, tiger. What was the name of the fucking uh, Illuminati group in us? Uh, Lit or whatever the fucking staple oh. society or what the fuck oh, was god, it? Oh god, what was it called? Argent? Or, no, that was that's doom. I can't remember, but yeah, it's something stupid. Uh, but yeah, then they uh, she feels bad that they're experimenting on him, so she like breaks him out and then dies. Like it's it's oh it's so good. It's, it's on the plex. I I highly recommend the movie. It's, it's amazing. Bonkers. So then we, the other bonkers thing we watched was we watched Titan Titan Titan. I don't know how you say it. Titan, yeah. Um, which I like upon like reflecting on that movie, like the second half of the movie. So spoiler alert for Titan. Um, so I think like TJ said before in his review of it, uh, it's about a woman who's a serial killer who also bangs a car and gives birth to an, uh, a hybrid. She gives birth oh. to like a T 600. Like, I don't know. Um, a hybrid like, like a, a Chevy like a Boreas. <laughs> yeah, she gives. I mean, sh- that, like what she gives birth to is almost irrelevant though, because that's literally that doesn't like really matter. Right? Final scene of just the like movie. real life. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. None of these things matter. Um, the second, but like I was thinking about the second half. She's on like a she's on like a call in a helicopter kill streak by the middle of the movie, and then <laughs> that's the only spec- that's that's only seven kills. I mean, it's not bad <laughs> for half a movie though. Um, and then. In the second half of the movie, she, it's just kind of like a wholesome-ish family story. She's yeah. the, the murder, the murder stop. Um, I, the movie's so, the movie's so like uh, as opposed to Wolf Guy, which is just all just here's what it is. This movie's a lot more uh, nuanced, and it's 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 shot real. It's shot beautifully. It's an so interesting. The, like, the car fucking movie is more subtle than the Wolf Man movie. <laughs> yeah, the car. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, interesting, like, kind of commentary on, like, families where you find it and that sort of thing. It's it's It, it was cool. Visually, it's something else. I didn't realize that the main character, um, she's this is her debut. This is her first oh, wow. film, apparently. She's really good in the movie. She's excellent in it. Like, everyone's really good in it. There's this wild, there's this bonker scene, like, towards the front where she's, like, like seducing this chick and then, like, you know does her serial killer thing only to find out that the house is like full of people. And then she has to like work her way through the house. And she's like, Oh, how many more of you are there? And it's yeah. like, it's, it's really, 
it's a really the, interesting movie. It's one of the best scenes in the movie. She's like killing this guy's boy, this uh, this chick's boyfriend, so that the chick like runs and locks herself in the bathroom, and then this other guy like comes out and he's like, "Is the bathroom occupied?" And she literally gives like this, <laughs> like, like it's amazing. like. It's 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 nuts. Like the movie's super super. I don't know, it's it's super interesting. I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's not my it's not my favorite movie of twenty twenty one, but it's good. Uh, and it's it's definitely mine. I actually felt like I got more out of it this time than I did the first time. Like I don't know. There's something about after you've seen a movie once, you can kind of like I I don't know I relax. Yeah, yeah. And I was kind of looking at it like like differently and like. I didn't. I didn't really understand. I didn't pick up on how like amazing like the color grading in the movie is, and like she does so many interesting things uh, with the the color in the film, and like like the her made raw. Yeah, it's the same same yeah. director. But like the, the Gogs pointed it out. But like, there's a scene where um, there's like this dinner table scene, and like two of they're all like basically in the same room, so they should be lit pretty much the same way. But, like, the way that she, like, dynamically lights, like, the two characters that you, the audience is more invested in, and then the new character, which is the mother, who is, like, in this cold, like, relief light, where they're in, like, this, like, brighter light, but it doesn't, do you, like... Do you think it's a multi-cam, or do you think they're doing the grading, like, after the fact, or they're just changing, they're, like, relighting the shot? It's hard to tell. It, like, I would say that it's probably done... It's probably done in the moment because usually when they do the color grading after the fact it like sticks out a lot but yeah. maybe not i don't know maybe it's just a really good editor i, I was show like we were gogs and i were talking about it like in the very beginning of the movie when she kills her first victim like it's a very dark scene but there's these like really distinct blues and oranges that are in the scene that like kind of illuminate the scene but it still looks like nighttime it's it's very complicated shit like it, it reminds me of very nice alec <laughs> um it reminds me like of like gaspar no like he's like really good at like kind of complicated color schemes and camera work like i know they're both french so it's probably an easy comparison but like i'm just talking like at a visual level like it's very like that's what like really grabbed me this time when i watched it i mean i still love it honestly it's still my favorite movie like i don't think you're ever going to see another movie that's as original no as wait like it's insane is anybody else watching the football game no, what's happening? I like. I don't know. I literally don't know. I just missed a touchdown somehow while I was staring uh, no, at I, it. I gave up on football after the Packers game this evening. Although they're gonna okay. be fine. Now I'm gonna start calling it sports ball. Sports oh, ball. <laughs> Is there some sports ball contest today? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so that's yeah. Sean's I guess that's everything. Insufferable. He's like, oh, you like sports? Okay. Okay. I like to. Yeah. I like to read. Well, yeah. yeah, oh, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I play fucking semi-professional shadow run now. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really feel the need to own a TV. Like, oh, God. Sean's become like, everything he's ever hated. <laughs> All because the Packers lost one game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll be fine, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread in general, so it ain't going to take much. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Sean, you're, you're up. Uh, I watched one thing. I tried to squeeze one into thing? a joke earlier, but like I don't think it fit. Um, 
it's a movie that like I love that I would figure TJ would love also, but I'm pretty sure he hates it, and I'm sure that neither of you two have seen it's 1982's Liquid Sky, which is less of a movie uh, yeah, than it is uh, an art installation. All right, so so full disclosure on that one, I this may be a case where I need to watch it in a different environment. I watched it at like 1.30 in the morning, and the beginning of the movie is kind of impenetrable, and I maybe yeah. just didn't have the patience for it. But well, yeah, I, movie, I like if you're not like at least passably familiar with like I don't know like eight very early eighties like heroin model club culture is yeah. sort of impenetrable. But huh. it's kind of also like a like a like a gritty predecessor to Neon Demon, but it revolves around aliens and AIDS. Even though the director said it has nothing to do with AIDS, but people fucking and aliens kill them. But it's this really grimy, nasty. But visually interesting sci-fi question mark. Uh, I, need, I need to read fashion it. drama. It's a, is it still on Prime? It was on Prime for a while. I have it on Blu-ray. I'm not sure. Oh, um, I love it. Uh, again, like it feels very like proto weapon. But it's but it's one of those like here and gone. The guy made one movie and that was it. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I, I had to save all my time for the Waterworld miniseries that we watched. Oh, mm. I, it took me it took me three viewings. This is the one of the, I think the first movie that you guys always talk about. I have to watch things in parts. I yeah. had to watch this th- three different times because I kept falling asleep. <laughs> like, I, I, I like not asleep. to bury the lead, but this movie has the soggiest pun and not pun intended middle I've ever seen in a movie. It I told just... TJ I enjoyed it because like right about like right in the middle I fell asleep and then I woke up for the third act. I was like perfect. <laughs> yeah, like right. this movie dies a death in the middle of it, but I don't know who wants the fucking I gotta watch hold on, I gotta make a note to watch what's it called? Uh what's that movie called again? Liquid just... Sky. Liquid Sky, yes. I'm gonna watch it and then I'm gonna give you a full critique. Because I think I okay. literally turned turned it off after like 10 minutes because I was just like, I don't know where this is going and I don't feel like giving it a chance. I don't yeah. know and I don't want to know. You know how it it goes. Sometimes you start a movie way too late and it's just like, ah, fuck this. I feel like I was like that with Pusher. Like, yeah, that's a good what, movie. I yeah. like that movie. But that movie's definitely slow. Like, that movie is slow until it's not. But like the first like 45 minutes are just like street like criminals like talking like uh what is it dutch slang to each other yeah. until like the fucking plot kicks in but yeah is pusher is that chris evans no uh, that's, that's push ow push, push. <laughs> push, push they were making a royalty free x-men movies around that time when they made push, jumper or whatever too yeah Pusher is a uh it's one of nicholas winder reference first movies it's like a street level like a very like the lowest of the low street criminal movie. It's very, it's is it like is it like Good Time? Yeah, kind of. Like if yeah, Good like Time Pusher was in one, like two, Denmark or wherever. Three. Not to be confused with Pusha T, who made that Ric Flair song. All the Pusher <laughs> movies are good. Uh, they're all, I, they were all on Prime for like the longest time. But Mads Mikkelsen's in them. He's really good. You see his dick in the first one. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like a huge piece of shit, which is hard to like, because like I really like Mads Mikkelsen, and he's like a dirt ball. Is like he looks totally different too, because he's like a lot younger and his head shaved, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. But I highly recommend it. It's all not right. ne- it's not neony at all either. It's like grim and, and gross. 
great ending too. One of the better endings of like a in true like good street like good time too and Reservoir Dogs like good street level crime movies. Uh, the ending always has to land. It's important to have the ending land. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, what happened in Waterworld, Gogs? Um, what doesn't happen in Waterworld? <laughs> um, movie uh, opens with a voiceover about the Waterworld where they live, and yeah, then that they completely—they never that 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 guy never comes back. That, they never come was, back to that. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, you're introduced to the Mariner. Played by Kevin Costner, who is like, an, like he's an enigma, which we're going to dig into later uh, yeah, from an acting perspective. This, like, I don't want to interrupt you, but like this movie, the minute you tug on any thread in the movie, oh, they just it just immediately falls to pieces. Yeah. No, no, yeah, this movie is held together by scotch tape and old chewing gum. Like, there's no way. That this would uh, this would not withstand cross examination in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, anywho, uh, he's pissing into a thing so he can drink his own piss. Well, and then a lot of piss drinking movies lately. The, the a lot first, of piss. The, it's it's kind of amazing to me, and I, I know I posted about it, but like the the first shot of your big budget like Hollywood summer blockbuster is you pissing in a fucking like piss reeking reclaiming tube or whatever. So here's what I don't fucking get. And I'm just gonna <laughs> oh say there's, there's just one thing. <laughs> no no I'm just gonna open with like we, we can explore everything I don't get as we go through the movie. But what I don't fucking get is okay. you have a world full of water. Yeah. Right? As the title would lead you to believe. Right? And Kevin Costner says in about five minutes in the movie. Correct. He's they've come up with some invention where you piss in it and it takes all the piss out of the piss, right? Right. It turns it supposedly back into drinkable water, right? Why can't they take the salt out of the water? Why don't they just build it? De- they have fire, they have means of heat. Why don't they just make desalination? Like it should be super easy. You could do it with the sun and a shiny piece of metal. Uh, here's but they a don't one that old baker noodle. Kevin Costner has gills, right? So Correct. He can absorb oxygen through salt water. Why can't he drink yes. it? Why not? Who yeah, knows? I, was, I, I said that same thing. Why, Why does he have a real human penis, supposedly? Ooh. Mm. Maybe, Maybe it's like the shape of water. It's like a fish penis. Also, oh wait, my how, God. Many, <laughs> how many hundreds of years does this take place? So uh, that's mm, so that's the next issue I have. All right, get through Movie. the plot. Come on, get through the plot. Okay, okay, okay fine, fine, fine. Just do the plot in 10 seconds, then we can talk about everything that's wrong with the movie. It's okay. Forever. Uh, Fishman kills a guy over limes, shows up at a battle fortress that's floating around. They want to turn him into mud because he refuses to fuck and he's a mutant. Uh, the smokers show up. They're the best part of the movie. They're here to get tattooed. Map girl. They shoot everything to shit. Everyone's all the all the major players in the movie sort of escape, including the girl from Napoleon Dynamite. They the middle happens. And then the end happens, and the end is they finally get the girl on the Exxon Valdez, and they pray to the guy who wrecked the Valdez, causing one of the greatest oil spills in American history. It all blows up, and then Michael Ritter, Michael whatever, the guy from fucking Coach, uh, saves them all with a hot air balloon. That's who that guy was. The whole fucking movie, I'm like, why does that guy look... From Coach? 
No. Yeah, the, the, the assistant like, coach. He's he the assistant coach, and he's also on like Northern Exposure or some bullshit. Co- the assistant coach and coach was like Jerry Van Dyke. There's two of them. There's Dauber and Jerry Van Dyke. Is he Dauber? No, no, there's one more. The one that was always oh. like the little like Weasley guy. He was. I don't know about coach, but he was the uh, he was the guy that had Mister Jingles at the Green Mile. Also true. No, that oh yeah, guys. yeah. That's we, right. I thought. Are you guys talking about two different guys? I thought. Oh Come shit. On. Coach Which the one show. is the guy that the crazy like, old so sh- the crazy old guy in the, in the with the in hot the, air balloon the, the, the skinny balloon. guy? I was talking about the bigger guy, the one that somehow like got the trap strength to drag up four hundred pounds of man by a rope into a moving hot air balloon. <laughs> oh wait, well, you know, you're right, you're right. It's not coach. It was Northern Exposure. Uh, okay, yeah. When you're living your life on a flotilla drinking piss, you get real strong too. <laughs> The guys, I think you said yeah, it, it's not a flotilla. It's a what do they keep saying? Atoll is that atoll? Is, is that yeah. an atoll? Is just a curvy island. Yeah, that's all an atoll is. And that thing's not an island. You never, have you ever heard the phrase bikini atoll where they did the atomic uh, bomb yeah, test? Yeah. Where they nuked everything to fucking back. And that's yeah. why. That's where SpongeBob and his his people live. They live in Bikini Bottom because they're oh, all because no, that's a real thing. They're all mutated freaks from the nuclear test. That's why they all talk and shit. Oh my god. That's yeah. super dark. It's oh, like that's an adventure like, time thing. That's in continuity. Holy shit. Um, Bikini bottoms, so, the ocean floor at Bikini Atoll. So, oh, I mean, wow. I would have expected that from Plankton, but not SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Krabs, that dick. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Have you ever seen it? We're gonna, sorry, guys, we're going to keep interrupting you. Yeah. you guys guys over. We're just going to talk about SpongeBob. The, uh, the live action SpongeBob. Where it's like a rest, it's like a restaurant <laughs> counter, but it's all the actors actually doing the voices, no. it's like in like a live scene. So like Clancy Brown plays uh, Mr. Krabs, and so he's like the restaurant owner and uh, Dauber is Patrick, and they're all kind of dressed kind of like their characters. It's really <laughs> funny. That sounds awesome. I don't know what it's actually from, but it's really they're funny. Doing like a table read. <sighs> no, but they're actually like they have it set up like an actual ceiling. Oh, they're oh, they're like, they're, actually, at, they're okay. at like so they're like at like a deli counter and like some kind of like <laughs> diner. It's really funny. That's that sounds awesome. I need to look about it. All right. So to clarify, the guy in the hot air balloon is Michael Jeter. He was actually from Evening Shade, which is Evening basically Shade. like Coach meets uh like the other show we talked about. Ah, do you want to talk about a fucking boomer TV show? I haven't thought about and fucking fucking Burt Reynolds years. ass. Um, and the chick from Taxi. Um, Holy so, God. and I think Hal Holbrook was also Mary on that Lou show. Renner? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and he was he was Mr. Jingles guy in Green Mile. So yeah. there you go. That's that's the dude on the balloon. So anywho, um, let's talk about everything that's wrong with Waterworld. Uh, number one, at some point, someone says something along the lines of, "Hey, what happened to the world?" The people destroyed it hundreds of years ago. Okay, so now at some point in the movie, pause. Dennis Hopper, who is is phenomenal. No, is this where we ask how long does it take to mutate human beings? Flash, hang on. Correct. How far removed from human history do you have to be when you still speak full ass English? In this year, well, there's something about that. No, 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 no. They speak Portuguese. Portuguese. That you Alex, have Alex, no Alex clue. thumbnail looks like a weird like impressionist painting right now. Like, like, you have no clue <laughs> how twice. human beings lived prior, even though you're aware of how to smoke cigarettes and what boats are. So, and, so like, how do they? So, so at some point they have four and a half feet of oil left in the Exxon Valdez. 
right? And they're worried about not making it another two weeks, but presumably the ship's been around for hundreds of years. Bro, how are they refining said oil? How are they refining said oil? Where are they getting the fresh cigarettes from? How has the spam well, lasted uh, that uh, long? Human Meat Mountain, Matt McCormick pauses. They have several thousand pallets of cigarettes on that boat. <laughs> okay. So now you've got, you've got, you're right. You've, you've human evolution has happened, right? Like you've developed mutants. They're and making like, these atolls. Yeah, this isn't like they, you know, their eyes lightened or their skin darkened a bit. They're developing full-on, like, uh, amphibious traits, which is fucking insane. Right, yeah, so then... You, so there has to be more than Kevin Costner, right? Because, like, they, like they, they go, oh, it's a mutant, so they have to... It implies that... They've identified it. They have a name for it. They know, yeah. right? Yeah. So they've, they, he gets this dirt. Where did he get the dirt? He got the dirt from the bottom of the ocean. That's full of salt. So he's the earth. the, the earth is salted. So yes. what is that dirt worth? Why aren't they desalinating? Where did that tree come from? Where did that tomato plant come from? I Where mean, did all the metal come from that they built the atoll with? Because they took he took fucking uh, uh, Gene Triplehorn down about three hundred feet in a in a fucking Blade Runner umbrella. She should have been crushed like a can of soda. And yeah, no, she, she goes. Had, she had the atmosphere in there with her. That's mm, okay. Uh, not how it works. And then he, he should have been crushed in Kansas. Yeah, like, and somehow they go to a city that is right. Was it Denver? Because they go to a city that's right next to a mountain well, here, that has ski slopes. Quick. Okay. If every ice shelf on Earth melted, like immediately, right? Yes. Um, it would cover half of Florida, parts of South Carolina, and like parts of California. Like right. the center to most of the country would not be underwater. Correct. Period. Yeah. Also, so we got. Yeah. If, if it's hot enough to have melted all the ice shelves to the point of this like fucking uh, water world cataclysm, where is the snow coming from on the top of this mountain that would be causing this waterfall of fresh water? Third question, does it not rain? Anymore? Does it not rain? That's nature's desalination, baby. Also, yeah, where did all the fish go? Bucket, dog. Also, you know it's not good for all your Rube Goldberg contraptions in Waterworld? Probably <laughs> salt water. Probably. I would guess. Like, where do they get all where do they get all the metal to make the atoll? Because no one's and no one even knows the cities are down there. But and metal doesn't just float how, to the surface. How are they fucking uh manufacturing like mass manufacturing ammunition on their boats? Like they showed them it. doing that though. They did show them doing that. Where are they getting the raw materials to make bullets? Well, they're, uh, so I had a thought about that, a couple thoughts about that. One, you watch them when they're on the gunboat. They collect up all the brass, so they're obviously repacking that. Maybe they're using gasoline instead of gunpowder, uh, and then maybe they're just putting in chunks of metal. Go juice. I don't know. I'm trying to do a lot of work for movie in that regard, but the movie, they're shooting fire hoses. What At, at some point, there's a couple of jet skis that are just out in the middle of the fucking ocean. Yeah, in well, the beginning of the movie, you brought that up to me when we were talking about the movie. And they're the also, movie. like, steel-plated, which doesn't seem like it would be a good way no. to thing for the fucking death I, I didn't even think about this, but in the very beginning of the movie, when the first time you encounter the smokers, uh, they're just by themselves. They're, like, rogue smoker like they so how it's like, like, the Millennium, it's like when the millennium falcon found that one tie fighter and it's like exactly well, they're here by themselves like yeah it's, uh, it's no moon so then like 
there's no fish except for that big fish that he trolls himself to get. Um, like how, would coach, there, how would there be no fish? Shouldn't there? How should, would there be no fish? Shouldn't fish be like? Should, the fish should just be the the ocean should be all fish now because no one's you fishing. Figure, yeah, because well, there's no like drop line about like oh it's acid rain or whatever. No fudge. It's just like. This ocean should be mostly fish. TJ and I were talking, I was like, fish. it should be the fish should be hyper-aggressive. Like, it should be the second you put your toe in the water, it's yeah. fish time. Like, they're coming well, for you. Do, think of do how they many not trash know fish... Oh, sorry. ...what Earth is called anymore when he says nothing's free in Waterworld. Like, this, like, has that fallout problem where it's, like, been 200 years, but they act like it's been 17,000 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the, the whole sum of human history... Presumably, there are people whose like grandparents were alive during this cataclysm. Like somebody would know something, you know what I mean? Like right. I like, I, I forget who um who mentioned it. Said this is like Fury Road on the water. It's it, to me Alex it's did. a lot like Beyond Thunderdome in the water, where everybody's <laughs> yeah. like a fucking total dum dum, and you got to drag a kid around everywhere because it's 1992, and it's just like every time the kids in the movie it ruins Dennis Hopper. Like why would you ever put a kid in a scene with Dennis Hopper? Why would you put? Why would a kid in the movie not know how to swim? I was telling teachers like they would be more. It'd be more likely the kid doesn't know how to walk. All they should know how to yeah. do is swim. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. it. Like dry. Like walking around should be a foreign thing. Like why did they have that tree made of glop? Like and their weird mud religion. Like how do you find an eight? How do you find the, anything? The, the problem with this this all this setup is. If the movie was one hour and twenty minutes long, and it was all like the fun stuff, like the because there's some like good stunts and shit in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, there's a you lot would of be cool fine. But the movie's four hours and ninety three minutes or whatever. Yeah, and like all you can do in the middle of it, where they're just farting around, is think about every. It's got that Terminator Salvation problem where it's like, okay, wait a minute, how is any of this happening? Like this, well, we haven't even. Where's Tim Coates getting two hundred or three hundred year old soggy paper, and who can still read? Like, bro, how what? old are those fucking highlighters? Like, they're making like whoever it is, uh, Mark Tech or whatever, is making some yeah. strong ass markers that are still working. Yeah, like, I got I got markers player. that are four months old that never took the cap off and they're already dry. So I don't know <laughs> what they're talking about. Like, where did all this turbine technology come from? Where did any of this, like, the, like the time gap that they purport this to take place in, relative to the tech and everything else they have, just doesn't make. Any got, he still stress. didn't get through the whole plot. You you stopped. You, they, I did. They got to dry land. Yeah. He saw some horses and they shit their dicks. You didn't talk about Dennis Hopper at all. Well, Dennis Hopper's amazing. He's the best yeah. part of this movie. Like he's like every I like I, everything. Every time Dennis Hopper's in the scene, like in scene, it's like oh thank God. Like he's yeah. just like he's got he's like just chewing the scenery. He's being like that weird. Like Albert Brooks Drive, charismatic evil or charismatic evil, which I love. Yeah, like he's like he's, he's like got silly. That, like, where it's and, like he's silly, but he might also molest this kid at some point. Like yeah, on the fucking borderline. Also, like, can we talk about how dumb the conceit of the map on tat- first of all tattooing a baby? Um, yeah, as yeah. far as like when you have to use calipers to measure things. Second of yeah. all, the conceit that the map is upside down and it took them that long to figure it out. And that it involves latitude and longitude, and who can figure that shit out anymore? Also, how long do it by the stars? Have been dead that they are 
just straight ass skeletons with nothing on. Like, how old is that kid? How old are the parents? Like, how long have they been dead? Because the kid's like four, and like, I maybe decomposition works different than I think, but like, they are like spirit Halloween level skeletons. I, uh, yeah, they were like ancient I, civilization skeletons. I like. I, we, we're talking about a lot of the big problems of the movie. I'd like to talk about a, a smaller scene that I found abs- like it literally made me burst into laughter. But there's a so like the the the, the main crux of the movie is the Gene Triplehorn, who again sounds like an Arrested Devel- Development character. <laughs> um, she is protecting this map girl, and she they they escape the atoll with Kevin Costner, who, by the way, is is the most unlikable character, like, ever. He's an asshole who barely talks, and then when he does, he's like, let's kill the kid. The kid's, like, taking up space. And, right. like, anyway... But he does a hard 180, and, like, this kid is my yeah, friend. Yeah. So, anyway, at one point, the it's smokers... Perfect. The smokers attack them, they destroy the boat, they destroy Kevin Costner's boat, and they steal the kid. Well, instead of going, oh my God, my you know basically daughter has been kidnapped. Gene Triplehorn takes the opportunity to fuck Kevin Costner up. Yeah, who's like, what the fuck? Like, she, she was all bent out of shape that he didn't try to fuck her before. Right, it's like so much, like almost, like there's so much almost rape, and then like other like. And this is like a kids movie, and then it turns into Wet Sling Blade. Like it is just. I just well, we like, talked. We talked a few weeks ago. Sorry, go ahead. No, say between this and Dick Tracy, I That's really I forgot saying, yeah. about the trope of a kid having to be in every movie that wasn't rated R, and sometimes also rated R. Just drag the movie to a fucking halt every time they're on screen. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's like I don't know. Like this movie opens. This movie opens like that opening assault on the uh, the atoll or whatever. A lot of fun. A lot yes. of fun. It's so like the it's like the it's like the end of uh it's like the end of uh not Jerry Road um the Road Warrior it's like yeah. you know like okay let's fucking let's let's get it dude the um, scene where Kevin Costner fucking dry docks the jet ski and pins that guy in the pillar fucking his like it's awesome like I love that shit yeah that's just great too like I but like the uh, middle the is just like, oh yeah we have to end the movie and they just have three jet skis crash into each other for like no reason and it just vaporized. Yeah, how come it didn't make the coconut noise of them all smacking <laughs> together? Well, their heads didn't hit. Can we briefly talk about Kevin Costner's plan to uh, get the kid back when it's taken off in the prop plane by yanking it down to the deck <laughs> of the boat where nobody's wearing a seatbelt and that kid would be oh, like a powder? Yeah. <laughs> no, like that, the, like he's like... The, also, nobody in this movie would have rotator cuffs because they're constantly falling off the shit and grabbing it and grabbing steel cables that are going a thousand miles an hour and swinging on shit. Yeah, yeah. Now this uh, movie's I, like Alec. What was your favorite part of the movie? Um, the science. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the nuance. <laughs> it's so subtle. Um, I was I was reading all kinds of shit about the movie, and now I can't find the article that I had. But, like, it had to do with the fact, like, what Sean said, if every polar ice cap melted, it would barely cover, like, the coasts of the country. Like, we would still be fine where we live, like, 100 miles inland. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd be dead. You need to yeah, move, back, move back to you need to move back to Maryland. I'll just, I'll just sell my underwater house. <laughs> to, him, oh, say, uh, to him, to him, to Kevin Costner's stupid ass. But like the guy, the guy that writing it, 
the writer or one of the writers or rewriters because apparently it had like 15 rewrites including <laughs> including some by Joss Whedon. Correct. Oh god oh, no. no. That's what But happened. apparently like the writer either of the book or the movie like did the research and was like oh if all the polar ice caps in the world melted to nothing it would still only raise like 100 feet. And then was like well fuck it I don't care. I'm still writing. I'm still, I'm still writing it this way. Like we need to get to the point where the whole world is water. Like the fucking internet doesn't exist. Who's gonna fact check this? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Pretty much. Like, like they started um, filming. I think one of the things was like they started filming this movie without a finished script. Like the, the uh, hell you I, say? I, it was funny. I was making a joke about the ending, looking like they just forgot that they had to end the movie. But I guess that's literally the case. Yeah, it, they they actually they started filming without a finish. Like, like there's like a quote like Kevin Costner's like we probably should have had a script before we started. It's like mm. also Dennis Hopper is nice with that fucking uh, cyberpunk handgun that he's got, where he just happens to shoot the hot air balloons. Oh yeah, right. just enough that the kid falls out. Yeah. yeah. He hits the rope. He literally hits the rope. <laughs> He's surgical with that thing, Jake. Um, this uh, like Kevin Costner put a bunch of his own money into the movie. Apparently, 20? he put like twenty-two million dollars of his own yeah. money up. It's so weird that this is like his passion project. Well, he still it says it's a good even, movie. Even more hysterical that he like doubled down on the same movie with the postman. Like he didn't learn anything from like There's... the first movie. So there's like somewhere I don't know where you could probably find it, TJ. It's called mm-hmm. the Ulysses the Ulysses cut, and there's like a three hour I, cut of this. It, yeah, I, I it's funny you mentioned that because I was when I was trying to find this hilarious uh, background that I have tonight. Um, I came across that. Yeah, there's some kind of like it's like a four and a half hour cut of this movie. It's like that, a cut that somebody. Uh, so it's the theatrical movie plus like. I guess how it was released in some other countries with a whole bunch of scenes that weren't in the American version. And then also cuts from like the TV cut oh, that had like different the Dune, scenes. The, the so, some, the, so somebody yeah. like took every cut and put it all together into one long movie. It's like a fan edit, basically. That's like yeah. four hours long. No, fucking psycho. This fucking movie is too long. I can't imagine watching. Yeah, like Sean, this... you only got like five minutes in the Watchmen. Yeah, it's half. So like, <laughs> fucking yeah. Um, but like the production of this movie is fucking nuts. They used so building building the atoll and all the shit they needed to do for it. Like they drug that thing two miles off the coast every day. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that coast, alone is insane. Off the coast of Hawaii. They filmed it all with in Hawaii. Jack Lane doing it with a rope in his <laughs> teeth. <laughs> yeah. they, they drug the thing like two miles off the coast so they could get 270 degrees of filming with nothing in the water. Um, they used every bit of steel in Hawaii, had to fly more steel in from California, and had to pay to get the runway at the Honolulu or whatever airport extended like 50 feet because <laughs> the size of the plane to deliver all the steel they needed couldn't land in Hawaii. It's not like they're building like a banana republic and not making a movie. They're building fucking outer heaven or whatever from <laughs> fucking from like, fucking fan like, like every all the people who worked on the movie, all the locals, all the catering, all that shit, they gouged 
the the production because they had no option. Like they had to use them. It's like yeah, Fire Fest. I was like Springfield. So gouged, they gouged the shit out. They jacked up the prices on everything. They it's like gouged Kevin the Kassler shit out of them. Buffy pants tags. <laughs> it's uh, it's fucking like everything about this movie is crazy. Like I, I want the fucking I want that movie. I want the whatever the fucking documentary. La Mancha Waterworld documentary. Yeah. The uh, but the, the, didn't it get like shut down by like no less than three hurricanes? Yeah, like, like also, fuck shit up. They have like a stunt show at Universal or something that's going on to this day. A Waterworld stunt show. No apparently, shit. they almost lost one of the stuntmen at sea. Like at some point, they're like, "Where's Gary?" And it's like he's not here. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> like I'm not making that up. Like they like he was like a big wave surfer that they brought on as a stuntman, and he almost got lost in the ocean. Yeah, like, Kevin, Cos- Kevin Costner's stunt double for this movie was Laird Hamilton. The surfer? Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. It's a shame because this movie looks great, but the color palette, I guess, because like the only reclaimed stuff in the future is brown because that's like the sign of the post-apocalypse. Like the movie's very boring to look at, even though like the movie yeah. itself is filmed really well, if that makes any sense. No, it's yeah, all- it's it's all everything's beige and like taupe. Well, yeah, Al- and like, Alex said it. What was it? Oh, Star Trek Insurrection, where they have to wear the civilian clothes and they're all brown and shit. Like, yeah. I think uh, how too- come at the, at the beginning of this movie when Kevin Costner first goes into the into the atoll to trade his dirt for <laughs> tomatoes or whatever? Chits. <laughs> there's yeah, let's, chits. let's start a new it band showed- called Dirt for Tomatoes. It shows it shows them like with a shark hanging up, like harvesting it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and the shark has a skeleton. Like sharks, pretty sure sharks skeletons. don't have bones. They have no, cartilage it's all cartilage. It had like dirt. ribs, ribs like hanging out of it. I hope dude, somebody but, got fired for that blunder, dude. When when Mohole when Mohole Productions makes the uh, the documentary of Waterworld, <laughs> that's we just call it Dirt for Tomatoes, the making also- of Waterworld. We somehow spent $150 million making it. I, I, I wanted making, to, the ma- making the making of. <laughs> I, want, I wanted to circle back real quick to something Sean said about the visuals of this movie. Uh, and, and, and Alec, you know, they, they made sure that when they shot the movie, all you could see was water on the horizon. I think that also just makes it look super boring because it's just like yeah. there's nothing... There's nothing visually interesting about just like endless water. It's just a bad idea. Well, like no, but I'm also, sure what like I'm a- sure what his thought process was, was or what there what they were going for was like the vast loneliness of being oh, oh, by yeah. yourself on the yeah. ocean. Oh, of but course, that's what the- but then you just don't care. Yeah, but the other problem is this Marner. Well, they also don't really they, they don't really nail the scale down either because everything is like super close. Like I don't, know, it's a mess. It's oh, like is that like God said the that. fucking Enola Gay is that supposed to be a reference that means something in the movie or is it just that kid happened to be named Enola? Like this seems like a very odd name to land on if you're not trying to make a parallel to something. Yeah, well, God said that there's a the the captain that they talk about that the smokers talk about was the captain that crashed the Exxon Valdez. Yeah, Joe like the one with, the, with his picture yeah. hanging up in the yeah. boat. Yeah, like yeah. what the fuck is that? Like, and it was That's... the the boat was the Exxon Valdez. It yeah. was. Yeah. Do you guys want um, to hear all the different people that were supposed to be Deacon? Sure. So, Who's Deacon? No, I'm sorry. I'll go ahead, and then we'll go from there. I was gonna say so the 
the the underwater scene with the city that's Denver, and apparently in there you can see a a miniature of the orca landed on the ocean floor. No, but that, don't, don't that make is, me think of a good movie. That is Denver, but then the dry land they get to is supposed to be Mount Everest. There's like a deleted scene where they climb to the top of the peak and it has like the what the plaque or whatever that's on Everest about Edmund Hillary. <laughs> so they went from the east coast of America to Tibet in like two days. <laughs> hey, hey Peter, how's your grasp on geography? Not great. Not, Not great. great. <laughs> so, so Deacon was, uh, was um, was Hopper's character. So here are all the other people that turned down the role. Give hints, though. Okay. There's there's only one that I thought would have been better. Okay. So here I saw. I I remember some of that list. Is one of them either John Lithgow or John Malkovich? Because he seems time appropriate. Neither neither one of them are on the list I can find. Okay. So um, let's start with this. Uh, Is it White Boy Day? No, I don't Gary, think Oldman? Uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman tar- turned it down. Um, uh, Gene Hackman turned it down. Hackman. Uh, Jimmy Conn. Unforgiven come out. Huh? Did oh. Unforgiven come out the same year? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it was from Unforgiven. Did it? Um, Jimmy Conn turned it down. Uh, Jimmy Samuel Con. Samuel Jackson turned it down. That could have been fun. Gary yeah. Busey turned it down. Oh, that would have been good. And Lawrence Fishburne turned it down. They went through all... If Hopper seems like such a natural choice. It seems weird that he was like that far down. Yeah, and yeah. Speed, Speed came out only a year or two before this, and he was basically the same character. Well, he yeah. felt like... And to me, he felt like King... He felt like King Koopa again, or whatever, or a oh, Bowser. I mean... Jack Nicholson you know. was too expensive. Well, like yeah, Jack Nicholson's gonna do. This I would have liked to. Movie. I would have liked to have seen Gary Oldman. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know he would have been good as long as he's doing yeah. Stansfield the whole time. It would have been great. I mean, get, get, you know, Hopper is good in this. He's the best part yeah. of the movie. He like, is. Jack Black is in this movie. He's the what? He's the pilot. He's the pilot of the of the smoker plane. Oh, I was yeah. very. Like you I can said, barely tell it's him because like yeah. his hair's all crazy, and he has like the black soot all over his face the whole time. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Realize. He's not doing Jack Black stuff. He's not like, oh, KG. He does, I don't think he, he doesn't even have a line, I don't think. <laughs> ew. Ew. Is that what he sounds like? <laughs> ew, hey, what's up, Jack Black? Ew. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah take a Coke and mix it half with diet because I'm watching my figure. <laughs> a small seasoned curly. Seasoned curly. I just like how far is Denver below sea level naturally? Does anybody know off the top of their head? Below sea level? Uh, that was a joke, guys. Oh, 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 God, I'm dumb. I was like, it's oh. a mile above sea level. <laughs> so you figure whatever the tallest building is in Denver is at least a few hundred feet underwater. Oh, yeah. I believe so it's a mile right... high. Oh, shit. Yeah. The building or the city? <laughs> Well, well the, the buildings building. they can't lie on the building. Well, so the building's like piling the building on. The building itself is just a mile tall. Yeah. So <laughs> the water rose two miles in ocean level. <laughs> the covered Denver and all of its buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And all that water drowned all the fish. And the water drowned all of the fish. <laughs> yeah. No, this movie is just. 
Can we talk about like TJ nailed it in the group text, but like the the what did you say? The negative charisma the of Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Costner has like no like the like, it's I mean, it really was like a harbinger of how bad this month is gonna be because he has like zero charisma. Like it's negative. It's a va- it, to 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 coin a Sean phrase, he is a charisma vacuum. He is so boring to watch on screen through this whole fucking movie. The most interesting thing about him in the, the whole movie is his weird webbed feet, which made me want to vomit when they showed him on TV. Because they're like really gelatinous too. Yeah, for it's some reason. Gross. I didn't understand gooey. that. Like yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't emote in this movie. Like there's no. Little, he should have had the little wings on his feet, like the Submariner in Marvel Comics. Well, he has oh. burgers, I think, is what they're going for. Oh, is oh, that it? Yeah. That's why he gets oh, well. land. Remember when they get land sick? Do you mm. remember that being a oh, yeah. phrase that gets used where everybody yeah. gets land sick and then he's just going back out into the ocean to not tell everybody else how to survive, I guess? Like, what? Yeah. what is their, their fucking responsibility as citizens of the world once they find this mountain paradise? Like, are we going to tell anybody or are we just going to repopulate the whole world with this fucking old weirdo and this child and then these two, like, age-appropriate people? Well, they're just gonna pork all these horses and make a race of centaurs. Oh shit! They're gonna make what's Equisapiens? Yeah, like I think. Well, I the Kevin Costner, like he does. Everyone else has to step their game up around him because it's like playing fucking ping pong against a wall. Like, do they you know just how need to cook stuff? Yeah, huh? I was wondering that too. Like, do they say what? Cook stuff? They cook. What, what do you mean? Do you, what do you mean? Like, do they yeah, they cook, cook things. They cook the, the monster they cook the, that he the, kills. The monster. Oh, okay. They have a little they cook it on hibachi. There. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they. I don't know what they up. use for fuel. Because uh, you can't burn water. I don't. Like, what are you burning? Mm, like straight up crude oil. Yeah, just straight up crude oil. That gives you a nice. That gives you that nice blackened char that you want. Um, what's the, what's the half life on crude oil, Gogs? Do you have any idea? Like, it, I, like I had to think by. Nerd? I had to think it would spoil over presumably the evolution of man. So, like, <laughs> like well, I don't know. It's been sitting in the ground for millions of years already. What's a few more hundred years while you know what? And the fishmen. Okay, well, more. Okay, oil mostly comes with a five-year shelf life. Okay, depending on your container. Hold on. Right, shelf, shelf life of crude oil. Let's just see what that is. What Maybe if it's that's... just a what if it's just a tanker? Everybody's pooping in. <laughs> <laughs> um, they gotta poop somewhere. Also, the scene where they they show the tanker and where they get the the gasoline or whatever the oil, I guess. And yeah. Dennis Hopper almost throws his cigarette down it. Like it legit, like made me laugh. Like that was like funny. how funny would it be if he throws that flare down there and it just like <laughs> lands and like you fucking idiot, that shit hasn't worked for a hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> Saving it for poop. That's even better. I do. I did laugh when they throw it down there and the guy down there that's like shoveling the oil or whatever. He's yeah. doing, was like, oh, thank God. No. What's, what's wrong with that guy's life? Yeah. Is he just like? Let's have a thought bolt over that guy's head. Get down there and throw that shit, Pete. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you be a smoker in this universe? They seem the to be smokers, having. I think are the good guys. Like, yeah. get them. <laughs> 
But they're the ones keeping civilization going. Like, what's happening? They have a a religion of sorts. Also, one thing that bothered me, like, right off the bat of this movie that I forgot to bring up is that, well, one, Kevin Costner's like, nothing's for free in Waterworld, and that (laughs) that line made me, like, cringe so hard my dick fell off. But, like... The uh, the second thing was, like, right after that, you go to the Atoll or whatever, and the guy that looks like the retarded Triple H is, like, drinking, and he's like, I need some hydro. It's like, so they know what water is, but drinking water is called hydro? Well, like, the, the, the stuff with salt in it is water. Everything else uh, is hydro. Uh, okay. So, like, crude oh, So, go back. Crude oil, apparently, it does not have a shelf life, so maybe it could have lasted these. But it would degrade. I think that... That boat has a shelf life of not a hundred or two hundred years, so <laughs> they like, wrecked a couple times. Yeah, well, I think in this alternate universe that never happened. Oh, you think this is a splinter reality from our own? Oh, so if the Valdez never, never created that ecological disaster, right? Then, then we never got caps melt. Yeah, like we. Yeah. So, so the the Valdez, it's basically yeah, the Valdez not crashing. Did not trigger environmentalists to save the Earth, so that of course the ice caps melted, and then the Valdez rode it out, I guess, and formed the Smoker yeah, religion. Prior to this, the planet was like fucking uh, was it Lost Planet Three, where the whole planet is just ice? So what? Yeah, you're just trying to get yeah, else. you're just trying to get heat energy so you can murder bugs with your grappling hook <laughs> machine gun. I mean, <laughs> it's not that far off. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. All right. Let's get into five knuckle shuffles. I feel like we have we have we have really dug through this whole fucking movie. Um, I don't know where I we I personally the depth. Of I have no world. idea where my score is going to land on this one because I kind of hated it, but then I kind of loved how fucking I stupid it kinda, is. I kind of love it. Like I love it in like the worst way possible. Uh, like you love it like you love an ugly dog. There's no such thing as an ugly dog. All dogs are beautiful. What about a pug? Oh, yeah, they're ugly. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. they're awesome. Pug um, ugly. Uh, Sean. Um, this is going to be my rare five, I think, yeah. for everything <laughs> that I, I liked how unintentionally stupid it is. Because, like, I think Matt also said this movie thinks it's clever. And it is oh, yeah, not. Like, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. incredibly dumb. And, like, I don't want to have to do research while I'm watching a movie just to make sure it makes sense or doesn't. But like, I like the stunts. I like Dennis Hopper, but the, the things that aren't stunts are Dennis Hopper or me going, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense are interminably boring. Like the middle of this movie, like the gods didn't watch is like <laughs> insufferable. Like the four hour cut, like I couldn't even imagine like what kind of like Jupiter beyond the infinite experience that would be sitting through that. But like, you can cut a good 40 minutes out of the middle of this movie and arrive at the same place and like not feel like you missed anything. Cause it's not like the, the only way that it'll be forgivable for this movie to be this long is if they went into a lot of lore in the middle of it and world building, but it's kind of like, nah, it's just water world dog. Let's hang out with Janine triple horn. Remember that name. Cause you'll never hear it again in your life. And then the movie yeah. ends like it's, you know what I mean? It's fucking like, the middle of this movie is brutal. Mm. Um, but yeah, like it's not a five in the way that it's unmemorable, but like it's a five in the way that like everything awesome about it is immediately canceled out by something like as 
alternately bad. You know what I mean? Like, so I appreciate all the work they went into it. And if I watched, like we're talking about the fucking making of documentary, I might love it. But as a movie itself, man, it is ponderous. Yeah, I want the uh, like lost souls of this movie. Like, yeah, that, you know what I mean. That like in-depth documentary. Like, I'd love it. Yeah, Alex. But I, but Kevin Costner is like very self-serious. So I don't think you're ever gonna get that. Like, I don't think no. he. Yeah. Um, potato salad. It's a. Uh, Jeez, I don't know. Like, I kind I hated this movie, but I also kind of loved it. I found it like <laughs> we all kind of. Right? Felt that one. I feel like I, I. I don't know. I feel like I. Is it like I, was, I, I don't? You hate watching movie, it, but you love talking about it. Yeah, like I can I hate this bar, but I love this drink. drink. And there, there might be uh, more like trivia and random shit about this movie than any movie we've watched, just because there's so much um, bullshit with like the making of and everything. Yeah. Um. Like, it's part of the cultural lexicon that Waterworld is, like, a synonym for excess and horrible flops. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. You remember the Simpsons bit where, like, Millhouse is playing the Waterworld the arcade, arcade game? game? Yeah. And it was like, please insert 48 quarters. And then, I like, think... is Kevin Costner walked two steps and it was like, please insert 48 more I, quarters? I think that, like, instead of, like, having a last testament of humanity, we should just leave a unburnished copy of Waterworld for the fucking Virtual Boy as, like, our lasting monument to humanity. <laughs> no, we gotta take this four-hour Ulysses cut and put it on that <laughs> that golden record they send to outer space. To outer oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On the Voyager. <laughs> um... This script underwent 36 different drafts from six different <laughs> writers. Shit. The original writer, the original, the original writer wrote seven drafts before he was replaced. Jesus Christ. And they landed on this. Could you imagine, could you, I hate to keep interrupting you, but can, again, for this documentary that we're having, could you imagine walking into Kevin Costner's palatial office, I assume, with the sixth draft of this movie you've written while he sits there and reads the whole thing to you aloud and shakes his head and goes, I don't think we got it yet. Oh, this ain't it, Chief. Do you think any version of this movie, of that script was good? Probably. I like Riddick. I bet the first draft was probably pretty great. <laughs> so here's the thing. If the ice caps melted the Oceans would only rise a few hundred feet, not enough to flood civilization into a floating oblivion. Writer Peter Rader was aware of this, but decided to ignore the fact to make the premise more intriguing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, based right, like I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's it's how I'm going to start. Well, I'm going to make some adjustments to my movie script I'm working on. Just oh fuck science, it doesn't matter. Um, this, I don't know, man. Like this is like a. Uh, in my heart, I want to give it a seven, but my head's like, you can't give this a seven. This is not good enough. It's a this six. isn't a Repo Man territory. Yeah, it's it's a. I'll give it a six. It uh, I. <laughs> you don't even feel confident in that. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. I didn't hate watching it, but I hated watching it. It took me four. The first time I watched it, I watched. <laughs> Like twenty five, I watched like twenty five minutes. I think the second time I watched an hour, then I watched fifteen minutes, then I watched the balance of it a fourth time. Like it was over 
<laughs> it was split up between like Monday through Thursday of last week. Just trying to get it. It was like a legit homework rushed. assignment. Like, okay, if I read 12 pages tonight, I'll have to read four more every day and then I'm good. Yeah. But there's no <laughs> test at the end except for our <laughs> shitty podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, it, it's a six. Like, Kevin Costner sucks in it. Everybody sucks in it except for Dennis Hopper. But it's kind of like, it's just such a butt fuck that it's like, <laughs> it's hilarious. That all, it's almost like, man, you know what, man? You know, you know what, Kevin? Like, you, this movie sucks and the production was garbage, but hey, man. You doubled down. You put your own money into it. Like, good for you. Good for we believing. We almost lost a guy. <laughs> good for you for believing in yourself, even though nobody else did, and you probably shouldn't have. Like, good for you, man. Like, that's. I wish I had that self confidence to put that much money on myself in a failing endeavor. endeavor. Some uh, masterclass in unearned confidence. Like, it's just like gogs. It's also a six. Like I like I like I sat there, like Liz came down at some point when I was watching it. I was like, I don't know how Kevin Costner's an actor. Like I was like, this is I was like, I was like I was like, this shit is amazing. It's like, I was like, are you seeing like this is amazing? It's like, have you ever seen that? You know, have you ever heard that shit where people's eyes like they can't see in the center and everything kind of like collapses in on it. Like no. they have like, like there's like, like there's like an optical I problem. Don't understand. I don't know what you're talking about. But it's like it it's like, like, like Doctor Manhattan vision. I don't no, know. No, like, you, can, you can you can look it up. It's like a thing where like the, you can't see the center of whatever's in your eye. You can't see. You only have peripheral vision, and everything sort of collapses into this weird negative space. Every time he's on the camera. That's like it's just it's just watching this movie collapse in on like, just this void of like acting and it's fascinating and there's so much they spent so much money and time and, and effort like, and, it's, and it's not like he's super hot or super no rich. he's just like a dude he's just like a dude like he didn't he could have done like a push up or something like he get yeah. like it's like it's like, a, like it's like a He's he's got that fucking Georgia championship wrestling body, like he's yeah. in the Midnight Express or something. Like, like, like you saw, like, like this movie's like. Imagine if you stayed up all weekend working on the final project for something, and then you realized you got the assignment wrong. Like, it's just it doesn't make sense. It's so oh, bad. like that, like that meme where the guy's supposed to write a paper about euthanasia. Yes. Yeah, like it's or, like or the time I watched the wrong Val Kilmer uh Curtis Jackson <laughs> right. dealer movie. That's right, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Like this movie's just like it's so like and, and like like Alex said, like just if the the lore around this movie and how this movie is like just culturally, how it just gets fucking just dunked on constantly and with good reason is a movie had 36 rewrites and they still had 36 rewrites and they started production before those rewrites were complete. Like, come the fuck on. Like, can you just imagine these writers just going after 33? It's like he wants another one. It's like, we got to kill this motherfucker. Like, I can't do this anymore. Apparently, like, what are Gene, we changing? Yeah, apparently, Gene Triplehorn refused to go into a pool for like years afterwards because this movie traumatized her so much. Like, this well, is. At least, like, when James Cameron almost killed people in a pool making the abyss, the movie turned out good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. 
So, uh, and apparently Roger Corman passed on making this film because he felt it could not be made for less than $5 million. And yet it was the most expensive. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you can't just drop that like at the end of the show. Wait a minute. So this wasn't a Kevin Costner project. This was like a, a spec script originally that got sent to Roger Corman and evolved apparently, into 35 other movies. Roger Corman passed on it. Yes. <laughs> Like, like this movie is, this movie is so. I want to see Roger Corman's Waterworld, quite frankly. I'm but like, like keep making it to keep the rights. Yeah, like, this is like it's <laughs> like th- this movie was the most expensive movie ever made until Titanic at 175 million before that. And it's all on the screen. It's yeah. all on the screen. No, so it's, but it's but there's something just like Dennis Hopper's so much fun in it, and it's just such a fucking shit show it's a six tj uh it's a four for me dog i can't in good conscience give something that i literally kept like when i say i fell asleep it's not like i started watching this late i was watching this shit like fucking middle of the day and i was still like i was like oh i'm asleep the like uh I, I will give the movie credit. Like I, I like the practical sets. Like that stuff is really neat. But like Sean said, you know, like the the actual set of the atoll is like really cool. Like they built that. Like it it, it should look a lot more impressive it, than it is. It's but, almost hard to give it credit for shit that like they couldn't do any other way. You know what I mean? It's, if yeah. they could have done this in CG, they would have. Yeah, but, it but also, this movie was it opened like a stunt spectacular and it was like yeah. a ton that's fun. But the thing is, like it's built well, but it doesn't look cool. Like it doesn't look interesting or like it's not like dynamic and it doesn't it really feels like, like walking around in wet leather all the time would be super uncomfortable, but go ahead, and I'm sorry. Stinky. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's uh Den- and Dennis Hopper is good, but like everything else is so fucking boring. Like no, like I mean, it's a pun, I guess, but like this is the ultimate soggy middle. The whole movie is a soggy middle because it's soaking in water, I guess. But like it is so fucking boring. Like, and it you can tell like that they just don't know what to do. Like they have no like this movie <laughs> should be an hour and ten minutes long. Like it should be the attack on the atoll them escaping, the kid getting captured, and then, like, they fucking fight the smokers and then find dry land. But that should take, like, an hour. Attack on the atoll. At the atoll attack, they take the kid. Then you got your reasons to chase the smokers. Scene. You fight them on the atoll. Yeah. And, and, like, instead, it's just, like, there's, like, like, why why do you even have this scene with, like, the crazy water guy that, like, wants to rape gene triple horn and the little kid and like what the fuck is that scene and like what is this scene in the very beginning where like kevin costner uses like semen speak and then that that's never brought up again in the rest of the movie like what is that why talking is about, that talking about, talking about portugal greek portugal greek yeah portugal greek why, well, why is that it was a bigger part of the 17th draft of the script <laughs> Um, but I gotta say, Kevin Costner sucks. Like, he is, like, the, like the, he's, I mean, he's the lead, and, like, a better lead maybe could have done something with this character, but he's, like, so boring. And, like... You know what? I think, not to step on you, maybe I don't like Kevin Costner as much as I just love baseball. Like, yeah, I have a lot yeah. of affection for those baseball movies. Yeah, he's made yeah. a bunch of them. 
Yeah. But he's really bad in this. Um, and I feel like, I guess he's trying to do like a, you know, like a Clint Eastwood, like man with no name. Like he's like the fucking, you know, he's the, the gruff, like cold hearted killer that like just does what he has to do. But then he has a change of heart. You know, it's a trope. But like, I don't buy it with him at all. And it's just, it's just flat. Like his, like, I don't care about nothing is just boring. And he doesn't, he doesn't really exude like toughness. He just exudes like laziness. Is the best way I can describe it. Like his performance. He does, he does yeet that kid off the boat though. Yeah. His, and people are like, I, I, I don't know. It's, 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 I hate it. I, I loved it and I hated it at the same time. I, but I can't like, if I can't stay awake through a movie, three separate times and there's a problem with the movie that or i have like low-level narcolepsy uh mm-hmm. one or the other but he also I, yeah i hated it so four Kevin, it's a four for me he also demanded that the visual effects crew hide his receding hairline digitally which was not a cheap get the fee. fuck out of here you serious they could do that yes Kevin? apparently oh, apparently it was very expensive well he did great because i did not notice i didn't notice all right so what's next week I think I already know because I put it on the I, I've got a pick, but yeah. I mean, if it's, uh, my, if it's my pick, if it's my pick, it's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Hell oh, yeah. God. Hell yeah. What, what's Sean's pick? I want to hear it. The Untouchables. Oof. That's a good movie. I've never seen that. I don't He's not good in it. Which no, one it's terrible, but Sean Connery rules. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's We're going to watch Robin Hood and get it out of the way. Watch, watch yeah, let's watch, let's watch Robin Hood. That's English courage right there. I think I, I, I think I'm not gonna pick draft day anymore. Oh I think oh. I'm picking Wyatt Earp. Oh Chris. bad tombstone. Well we all need, I, I yeah. figured we watch Tombstone, we should watch the other tombstone. You should pick up for love of the game. Like the longest, most boring baseball movie of all time. Yeah, that where it takes stuck. place over the course of one game and also his entire life. That you should movie... pick. Go ahead. You should pick Big Chill because he's just the corpse in the opening scene of that I movie. Also, I kind of wanted the to pick that. He was born to play. I was. I kind of wanted to pick that movie where he's like a serial killer with, I think, like Dane. It's, it's called Mister something. something? Oh, it's like Mister Smith or something like that. Maybe I'll pick that. I don't know. I kind of want to watch Mister Brooks. Mister Brooks no. is that? You got a. You got a couple of weeks. Yeah, I got to figure it out. So it's gonna be. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and then Untouchables, and then my pick. Yeah. All right. Got to gotta watch Morgan Freeman out-angle fucking Kevin Costner oh, for two and, and a half and hours. Oh, shit. One of the well, Gog's birthday is this month. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. Damn it, I forgot. Well, then I guess I'll sacrifice my pick. Draft day it is. Hell yeah. Perfect. <laughs> the one movie I'm looking forward to watching. The movie, yeah, Draft Day is the movie you're looking forward to watching. <laughs> that's, how, that's how fucking bottom of the barrel we've gotten in six years. Is like, hell yeah, we're watching fucking Draft Day. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, since by the worst team in professional sports <laughs> at that time. No. Uh, Good Lord. They've gotten better. Not, not because of any of those drafts. Did they no. win today? Yeah, they won. Today. Yeah, they yeah. blew the Bengals out. They, they killed the Bengals the out of them. But Damn. also, like today was a, another weird day because Buffalo lost to the oh, Jaguars. That, fucking, that barn, that nine to six nine barn to burner six they had. Barn burner, yeah. <laughs> God damn! Uh, all right, everybody, uh, you know the drill. Eat your own ass. Yeah.
just take a spoon and just nom 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 and go to town. Yeah, just uh. eat that ass. All right, everybody. Well, bye. Bye. And I later, dudes. Bye, dude. Stop. Right.